When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffles Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Ready for the interview, and if you get a cue live on a laptop, watch what I'm gonna do. Welcome to the show, let them know we got a point of view. Hey, yo, let's have a combo. Say what you feel, be real, that's the motto. Real talk, pronto, Dr. D, PhD, hit the intro. Hold up, wait, gotta be social, network, global, a home for the locals. Gotta be social, network, global, a home for the locals. Hey everyone, welcome to Dr. D's Social Network and this segment of Feelings for Five. Really interesting research just came out about metabolism. Now, our recent understanding of metabolism was that as people would age, you get into their mid to late 30s and 40s, that metabolism would change dramatically and be a large portion of why people gain weight and have decreases in their health and wellness for that. But research by Duke University, a very, very large research study, about 6,600 people from ages all the way from birth all the way through 95-year-olds is telling us something very different. Basically, I want to summarize this article because I know sometimes reading research can be really difficult and these articles are really long. Uh, but here's the takeaways from that. Looks like we've been extremely wrong in our thought process about this. Around from birth all the way to one years old, uh, babies have about 50% more of an accelerated metabolism than any other age. And so they are just calorie burning machines during that time. From one years old all the way up to 20, you see a decrease of about 3% per year in metabolism. And that's really looking at your resting metabolic rate, your RMR, that thing there. And we can go into that much further, but for this purpose, keeping the time down, 3% per year, your metabolism slows from 1 to 20. And then 20 to 60, which is very interesting, metabolism stays pretty stagnant, remains steady, which breaks kind of the whole aspect of that your metabolism slows down dramatically as you age into your mid to late 30s and 40s. Where the change happens again is in the 60s, where basically by I believe it's 0.07, 0.7% per year, a very small amount that your metabolism starts going down again. So what does this all mean? What is the practical application? I mean, really the application is that we need to be able to update, one, the science. The science is only as good as the time that we're in and the information that we have. And that's a lesson for any decision that we have. You can only make a decision based off of the current time you're in in the information that's at hand. For we know about metabolism, I would say barring any autoimmune diseases and things of that nature that may affect metabolism, is that we can no longer say definitively that metabolism is drastically affected by our age between 20 and 60, and basically in our late 30s, early 40s, when most people thought it was. This should change the idea of a sense that we're degrading our metabolism during that time. You don't have to accept that your body is changing so dramatically that you can't do anything about it. 
as you age. This, I'm not sure, is common sense to many people, but if you really think about it, the body is a biological machine. That machine is degrading over time. No one would argue that. No one lives forever. This machine is not upgrading all the time and uh, living on in perpetuity. It is a clock that's winding down. But as we learn more and different things related to research for this, we know that we can stave off a lot of the effects of aging through intervention of our own. You are not doomed by your genetics. In fact, it's a very small percentage of your health and wellness. The majority of your ability to be well is happening through your own lifestyle choices. Now, you may have many barriers and many pieces of friction that are causing you to have a difficult time to have a better health and wellness. Totally understand that. But the point of it is that there are ways that we can do better through lifestyle intervention. So, really interesting research through Duke University. Highly recommend you guys check it out. Thank you for listening to another episode of Feelings for Five. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dr. D's Social Network. Make sure you listen to future episodes. Also, please make sure to rate and review My Dad's Show on Apple Podcasts in the Rate and Review section. Thanks, everyone.